Genesis 28 through 29. So Isaac called Jacob and blessed him, and commanded him, saying to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Paddan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and from there take to yourself a wife from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you, and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may become a multitude of peoples. May he also give you the blessing of Abraham, to you and to your descendants with you, so that you may possess the land where you live as a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob away, and went to Paddan Aram, to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob, and sent him away to Paddan Aram to take to himself a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he commanded him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother, and had gone to Paddan Aram. So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac. And Esau went to Ishmael, and married, besides the wives that he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth. Then Jacob departed from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he happened upon a particular place and spent the night there, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of the place and made it a support for his head, and lay down in that place. And he had a dream, and behold, a ladder was set up on earth with its top reaching to heaven, and behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Then, behold, the Lord was standing above it, and said, I am the Lord your God, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in you, and in your descendants, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever I go, and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep, and said, The Lord is certainly in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and said, how awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob got up early in the morning, and took the stone that he had placed as a support for his head, and set it up as a memorial stone, and poured oil on its top. Then he named that place Bethel. But previously the name of the city had been Luz. Jacob also made a vow, saying, if God will be with me, and will keep me on this journey I take, and give me food to eat and garments to wear, and I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. And the stone which I have set up as a memorial stone will be God's house, and of everything that you give me, I will assuredly give a tenth to you. Then Jacob set out on his journey, and went to the land of the people of the east, he looked and saw a well in the field, and behold, 
Three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it, because they watered the flocks from that well. Now the stone on the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, they would roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep. Then they would put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haram. So he said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is it well with him? And they said, It is well. And here is his daughter, Rachel, coming with the sheep. Then he said, Look, it is still high day. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Water the sheep and go. Pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered. And they rolled the stone from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. While Jacob was speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. When Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of his mother's brother Laban, and the sheep of his mother's brother Laban, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the mouth of the well, and watered the flock of his mother's brother Laban. Then Jacob kissed Rachel, and raised his voice and wept. Jacob told Rachel that he was a relative of her father, and that he was Rebekah's son, and she ran and told her father. So when Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him, and embraced him, and kissed him, and brought him to his house. Then he told Laban all these things, and Laban said to him, You certainly are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him for a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Now Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful in figure and appearance. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for your daughter Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than to give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him like only a few days because of his love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my time is completed, that I may have relations with her. So Laban gathered all the people of the place and held a feast. Now in the evening he took his daughter Leah and brought her to him, and Jacob had relations with her. Laban also gave his female slave Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a slave. So it came about in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this that you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served with you? Why then have you deceived me? But Laban said, It is not the practice in our place to marry off the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also for the service which you shall serve with me for another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week, and he gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban also gave his female slave Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her slave. So Jacob had relations with Rachel also, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah, 
and he served with Laban another seven years. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, and he opened her womb, but Rachel was unable to have children. Leah conceived and gave birth to a son, and named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. Then she conceived again, and gave birth to a son, and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Simeon, and she conceived again, and gave birth to a son, and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me, because I have borne to him three sons. Therefore he was named Levi. And she conceived again, and gave birth to a son, and said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Matthew 13 On that day Jesus had gone out of the house and was sitting by the sea, and large crowds gathered to him. So he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on the rocky places, for they did not have much soil, and they sprang up immediately because they had no depth of soil. But after the sun rose, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked them out. But others fell on good soil, and yielded a crop, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times as much. The one who has ears, let him hear. And the disciples came up and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, to him shall be given more, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because while seeing they do not see, and while hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in their case the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You shall keep on listening, but shall not understand. And you shall keep on looking, but shall not perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull. With their ears they scarcely hear, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and return, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. For truly I say to you, that many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. Listen, then, to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one sown with the seed beside the road. The one sown with seed on the rocky places, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet has no firm root in himself, but is only temporary. And when affliction or persecution occurs because of the word, immediately he falls away. 
and the one sown with seed among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, and the anxiety of the world and the deceitfulness of the wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown with the seed on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty times as much. Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and left. And when the wheat sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also became evident. And the slaves of the landowner came to him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No. While you are gathering up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather up the weeds, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. He presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a person took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all the other seeds, but when it is fully grown, it is larger than the garden plants, and it becomes a tree, so that the birds of the sky come and nest in its branches. He spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three sata of flour until it was all leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables, and he did not speak anything to them without a parable. This was so that what was spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. I will open my mouth in parables. I will proclaim things hidden since the foundation of the world. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came and said to him, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. And he said, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man, and the field is the world. And as for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom, and the weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil and the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. So, just as the weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send forth his angels, and they will gather out his kingdom, and they will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks, and those who commit lawlessness, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth like the sun in the kingdom of their father. The one who has ears, let them hear. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells everything that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls, and upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold everything that he had and bought it.
Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they pulled it up on the beach and they sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, but the bad they threw away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth and remove the wicked from among the righteous, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes. And Jesus said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like a head of a household, who brings out his treasure, new things, and old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there, and he came to his hometown and began teaching them in their synagogue, with the results that they were astonished, and said, Where did this man acquire this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is his mother not called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man acquire all these things? They took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not dishonored except in his hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. Acts 9.23-43 When many days had elapsed, the Jews plotted together to do away with him, but their plot became known to Saul. They were also closely watching the gates day and night, so that they may put him to death. But his disciples took him at night and led him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him in a large basket. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried repeatedly to associate with the disciples, and yet they were all afraid of him, as they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took hold of him and brought him to the apostles, and described to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had talked to him, and how he had spoken out boldly in the name of Jesus at Damascus. And he was with them, moving about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. And he was talking and arguing with the Hellenistic Jews, but they were attempting to put him to death. Now when the brothers learned of it, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him away to Tarsus. So the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed peace, as it was being built up, and as it continued in the fear of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it kept increasing. Now, as Peter was traveling through all those regions, he came down to the saints who lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years, because he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your own bed. Immediately he got up. And all who lived at Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. This woman was excelling in the acts of kindness and charity which she did habitually. But it happened at that time 
that she became sick and died, and when they had washed her body, they laid it in an upstairs room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, having heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, Do not delay in coming to us. So Peter got ready and went with them. When he arrived, they brought him into the room upstairs, and all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the tunics and garments that Dorcas used to make when she was with them. But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed, and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up, and he gave her his hand and raised her up, and calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. It became known all over Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed in Joppa many days with a tanner named Simon. Proverbs 5, 15-23 Drink water from your own cistern, and fresh water from your own well. Should your springs overflow into the street, streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed, and rejoice in the wife of your youth. Like a loving doe and a graceful mountain goat, let her breasts satisfy you at all times. Be exhilarated always with her love. For why should you, my son, be exhilarated with an adulteress, and embrace the breasts of a foreigner? For the ways of everyone are before the eyes of the Lord, and he observes all his paths. His own wrongdoings will trap the wicked, and he will be held by the ropes of his sin. He will die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his foolishness he will go astray. Psalms 11 In the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, Flee as a bird to your mountain. For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have set their arrow on the string. They shoot in darkness at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see. His eyelids test the sons of mankind. The Lord tests the righteous and the wicked and his soul hates one who loves violence. He will rain coals of fire upon the wicked, and brimstone and burning wind will be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. The upright will see his face. Psalm 